previously on Full Immersion. Sitting in this office at a desk is Lily Magoro. She's a, a cybernetics division executive. One of our security biroids went missing from the site of the gallery Illuminar. Argus got some kind of a plan to move this biroid out of New Angeles. It would be beneficial for us if it was to be retrieved under the radar. The vehicle ended up going to a safe house. Adu is here currently. In two days time, they are, there is going to be a helicopter pickup. Okay, so yeah, the plan roughly is for you to intercept the convoy as they take Adu to the chopper. The way I think we're going to do that is Harris is going to roll his, what's it called, set the trap? It's Big Game Hunter, I think. Yeah, you basically, Harris is going to roll Big Game Hunter and that will kind of set the scene. Like that's what's going to take us into the action because the better he rolls on that, the more control Don has over the action and the worse he rolls, the more control I have. So when with that, that's actually a really, really useful way to uh, take to us define into how well this goes. Yeah, at least for the setup. Okay, so I'll go over your directives. Um, the directives for this mission are when you accept the mission mark experience. So yeah, you you accepted the mission last session, so you can mark experience. When you decide when and where to take Adu mark experience, you might as well do this now as well because. Don rolling Big Game Hunter will will effectively make that happen. When you complete the extraction mark experience, obviously you've not done this yet, and uh, when the mission ends, you mark two experience. So those are our directives. So let's just before just before uh, the, some any dice are rolled, let's set the scene like the preliminary scene a little bit. The last thing we saw, Shell had escaped from the little Argus security compound where Eddie was being held. No place to tracking device uh, on the box on the kind of container crate thing that was holding him. So since then, you've all just kind of been waiting around for for the for them to leave, right? So that you can do your do your thing. So you're you're kind of in this limbo period where you all need to be ready to go, but you don't know when that's going to be. So none of you can really do anything particularly constructive without risking the mission when it begins. So do you all wait around together? Or are you all in the same location? How are you passing time? I guess we probably like all remain on alert, right? Like we probably live our lives, except that I guess maybe uh, like there's always someone on on alert on shift, and they can call us like buzzy all of us when it's going down, something like that. Everyone just needs to be ready to move when this thing starts. Cool. Um, so yeah, depending on and again, depending on how well Don rolls on Big Game Hunter, that may well affect who is who is on on scene immediately and who's still in transit when the when the action starts happening. So you don't have to wait that long. Um, a couple of days after Shell's break-in, kind of late at night, Shell gets the alert that the uh, the pack that the package that the tracking device is attached to is being moved. Uh, presumably, alerts Harris, who's kind of in charge of the interception, and you'll kick into action. So let's kick it off. Uh, Don, roll Big Game Hunter, which is based on Edge. Please be good. I'm all right. Twelve. Okay. Cool. Nice. So that gives you a decent amount of control. So Big Game Hunter, the way it's worded, is when you spring a trap for a target you have investigated, you've fulfilled that criteria, roll edge. 7 plus, you have them trapped, the only way out is through you. 10 plus, they're at your mercy. If the target attempts to escape, roll edge instead of meat to mix it up. So I guess we'll just, we'll just, yeah, we'll apply that to the next fight Harris would get in, um, which may well be pretty soon. So I, I imagine. So the Argus, I'll talk to you a little bit about the kind of the Argus convoy, what it looks like and how it's operating, and then you can tell me how you think your trap is working, what it looks like, and we'll work out the details together. So there's one, they're, they're moving on in ground cars, they're not going in hoppers. Um, 
they have a lot they're kind of like like humvees like big four by four vehicles like not not quite uh, full-on military issue because they need to blend in in the city but certainly um big and impressive there's a there's a larger one which is like actually obviously armored which is um in the middle and that's where the tracking device indicates that adu is and then it's being flanked by two by two slightly smaller ones you would from what you've seen in the warehouse you would guess that the bigger one has be six people in it and then the other two probably have five people in it so there's 16 people in total in the convoy um you can't see at this point any other support other than the cars so there's no there's no air support or additional personnel from what you can tell uh, and they look like they're headed to the uh, to the waterfront in the esmeraldas district i believe it's called which is like north of rutherford and district to camber it's like straight up if you look on the map so they're probably moving they would probably be moving through kind of a a slightly esmeraldas had a little bit of a economic downturn so maybe through some poor areas and then eventually to kind of an industrial shipping area so those are kind of your options so i mean we do need to quickly determine but one of the main ideas we had i think is that we do have a truck at our disposal and trucks are typically pretty good at blocking roads yeah so in, in, in my head what i want to do is like ram the first humvee and then block off block off the road so that there's a stuck that is an ideal be cooler. way of setting the trap so yeah um there is no subtlety to this plan whatsoever. At some <laughs> intersection in the in the road, and the, the plan in my head is that Zambunny should also be on her bike to get sure. there, and also probably as a means of escape. I mean, escape for me, yeah, that sounds good. So you're you're ramming the you're ramming one of them, like the one of the one of the flanking ones, right? Because that's how that would work. Yeah. So are they are they going in a column? Is that how it is? Because they must be on a road, right? So is it one up front, one at back, one in the middle, or is it? Actually, uh, oh yeah. Actually, it's probably not flanking them because that's not really the right way roads work. So it's probably they're in a they're in single file. Otherwise, they're breaking the cyber highway code. They are breaking the cyber highway code. This is also okay. like a scene from District Nine. I'm pretty sure. But <laughs> <laughs> I watched a few scenes of car f- fights involving cars on YouTube in preparation for this, which is a pretty good prep. Okay, <laughs> who's dr- so are you driving, um, Esteban? Yeah, so it, I don't think any of us are particularly good at driving, so I, I'll, I'll drive because it's my truck. And like in my head, Harris is like maybe sitting next to me with a, with a pad out, kind of calling out where they're going, and we're, we're rapidly kind of working out where to where to intersect. Yeah, so I think probably, hilariously, it's correct for Esteban to roll edge to see how well this goes. But with, um, but with a few stipulations, I think Harris can roll to help, and I think that you can get plus one forward on this roll from Don's big game hunter move because this was the plan so it's not like esteban is just muddling through so i think that makes sure. sense so do i roll links is that how helping works yeah you roll links with esteban okay i've got zero so here we go i got a five <laughs> not good when you help or hinder another character yep okay so you just roll a miss which in this case means that it's kind of just down to esteban i think well good you roll edge take plus one forward uh, 11? That's okay. You made it! Yeah! And I'm really bad at this. So. <laughs> <laughs> Which I did not, would not have told you lot. I like to think Espan says, I'm really bad at this. <laughs> seconds, seconds before pulling off an expert crash. So yeah, the three of them are, are making their way at, at a decent pace um, through this probably fairly deserted like industrial district is that probably where that i assume that's where harris would choose to, to would choose to make this happen yeah i mean i just want to be as far away from like an apd response vehicles and that kind of thing as possible so anywhere that's abandoned and just you know out of the way is perfect yeah i think that you had you had to do it 
you had to do it on a road with an with some amount of traffic on it for fear of like losing losing them in in like once they enter a proper industrialized area you may well lose them because there's too much like terrain around i think there's a lot of automated vehicles around like a lot of small small squat like industrial vehicles like moving going up and down the roads but not it would certainly not at this time of night because it's not far from midnight. Um, you wouldn't expect many manned vehicles to be around at all, but there are other vehicles around. Yeah, um, Esteban kind of, you've picked presumably a corner and like speeds around the corner. All of the Argus vehicles like lay out this this shrill honk um, and kind of like like make look like they're gonna make a stop, but uh, Esteban has, uh, doesn't really give them time to react and hits them presumably at like a, a per, like perpendicular, just hits one of them and it's like, pushed off to the side it's not it doesn't crumple because it's a pretty pretty tough um yeah like humvee but it's it's been pushed out of the way and your your van is now perfectly in front of the one that has adu in it um you can see through uh the 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 front vehicle has like tinted windows but you can see through them they're not they're not completely opaque and you can see the people in the argus security guards inside like all shouting at each other uh, and the vehicles are all making a lot of noise so what do you the lot of you do well that went to plan so <laughs> do we use the element of surprise and yeah try and i want to do them? this as quickly as possible so the plan is to move towards the truck with adu in it or the vehicle with adu in it and shoot anyone that tries to stop us okay. that was my plan um, uh, for I, what it's worth, my specific plan is to not be involved in that. <laughs> I will hang back a little bit. I might be able to support in some way, but I'm definitely not. You could also try and get into the truck with us covering you. That would be an option. So my plan is to uh, wind down the window and pull out my big ass assault rifle that I don't really know how to use, <laughs> and I'll, <laughs> I'll lean it on the on the window and, and look for people getting out of Humvees, and then I'll spray bullets discriminately in their direction. Right. I have advanced the mission clock because that entrance was. Extremely <laughs> over the top. <laughs> so it seems it seems appropriate that that would advance the mission clock. Uh, that is the first advancement on the mission clock because you didn't fill up the legwork clock. So you you are at uh, three o'clock on the mission clock right now. Um, okay, so quickly we need to kind of establish who is where. So Esteban is in the driver's seat right now. Harris is obviously next to him. Um, what of Shell and Zed? Are you guys in the back of the truck or are you sat? up in the front with uh, Esteban and Harris. I'm on bike behind oh, you're on bike. the yeah, truck. Sorry. Yeah, of course. So I can um, react to how this ridiculous plan uh, ends up going. Uh, I would probably want to be in the safest place, which might be the back rather than the front if you're ramming something. So I don't know. Let's have me in the back. I'm yeah, okay, that, that makes sense. Harris is getting out of the vehicle, is that correct? Yeah, so I think Esteban is, yeah, Rammed so that the driver's side is facing the rest of the convoy, and now I'm in the other side, so I'm going to get out and go around the back of the, the van so that I can shoot, like, use it as cover and shoot from behind it. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, okay, so from what you guys can see, it looks like the the guys in the, in the front uh, convoy that you just rammed and the guys in the back are getting out, but no one appears to be getting out of the middle one where Adu is. So right now, I think the focus is on Harris because Esteban is mostly performing a reactive role, at least in this moment. Sure. Um, I guess. I think I want Shell to come with me as I go up to the the actual transport because the best. Should we not eliminate the have... the guards in the the two um, the two other Humvees first? If they're getting out, like yeah. we're making a move towards us, we should probably just 
taken out. Uh, is this where I can zoom around the crashed truck and gun down some guards in a highly aggressive manner? I think that's... That would be really I, useful. I would, I would endorse that. <laughs> right. That, then that's what I do. Okay. <laughs> that sounds good. Okay, so the, 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 Argus, the Argus guy is getting out of the front vehicle that got crashed into. You are... Um, make your way towards them extremely quickly on a motorcycle and then shooting them. Oh, is it with those ones or ones at the back bit? Oh, the ones at the back that you're doing. I was going to go for the ones in front who are the closest to shooting my friend. Yep, yeah, that makes sense. That, that's all good. Okay, um, I think... Uh, okay, so you're going to roll to mix it up with them. Just before you do, uh, Chris, I think Esteban can roll to help if he's willing to expose himself enough. Or we can just say you're firing somewhat ineffectively just, like, just to kind of... Set the scene. So, because no, if you I'm roll, if you roll to help, you're exposing yourself. Okay. Yeah, cool. that's fine. That seems... Roll links with Zen. Five. Oh yeah, that's a five. Yep. Okay. Yep. So you you fail to help effectively, um, and you may end up implicated in the in Zen's role. I think yeah, driving motorbike and um, also firing an assault rifle is possibly a, a task. So I'm I've got my uh, machine pistol because that's easier to do using this situation. Oh, yeah, that makes and sense. And I will be rolling synth, because I'm a cyborg, essentially, yes? Yep, so. correct. Boop. Hey, nine. Okay, so mix it up. On a seven to nine, you choose two from the list of things. I make some noise. Suddenly this, um, you know, there's an extra person there. They were, like, focused on the truck, and now I'm here as well, and they're just on even more alert. So, yeah. I will get hurt, because that's what I do. Okay. So I zoom around, um, and I spray with my highly accurate cybernetics-enhanced machine pistol, so I can lo slightly lose control of my bike and tumble off it, essentially, which causes me some damage. Nice, okay. Yeah, they're firing back at you with, like, a mixture of weaponry, because they're just firing at you with whatever they have to hand. So there's a mixture of like pistols and one of them has a machine gun and there's a shotgun being fired at you. You don't get hit by a ton of bullets, but you do take harm. Um, I think I'm just trying to work out how much harm they would deal to you in this case. Remember, I'm a small gang. You're both small gangs. <laughs> yeah, the, the five or six Argus, Argus guys in this Humvee count as a small gang because there's enough of them. So it's... Which means that Zen is e easily matching them. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a matched fight. So I think... As, oh, I should I should double-check a weapon profile just, just to make sure I'm not... No one's getting screwed here. I think it's probably three harm, but there's a chance that it's two. You don't have any armour? I don't do the whole armour thing, generally okay, speaking. Okay, man. Well... <laughs> That's your decision. I actually think two harm is more appropriate here because it, they're not really quite bringing their full force to bear on you because you came out of nowhere and they're firing at you with whatever they have to hand. So I'm going to say it's actually two harm. So I've moved to six o'clock on the harm clock. And then you need to roll to take harm. Let me find the take harm move. When you suffer harm, lower the harm suffered by the level of your armor, if any, and then roll harm suffered. So you need to roll 2d6 plus two. Cool. Do, do, do. Is that good? You want to roll low on harm. That is very bad. That is bad. Okay. You've probably lost an arm. Roll harm suffered, which you did. Okay. Oh, uh, mark experience before we do anything else, because you're masochistic. This is what you're all about. At least I learned something. Like, don't do that. So on a 10 plus, choose one. Uh, you're out of action, unconscious, trapped, incoherent, or panicked. You take the full harm of the attack before it was reduced by armor. If you already took the full harm of the attack, take plus one harm. Lose a piece of cyborg until you can get it repaired. Lose a body part. If it was the character's choice, if it was Zen's choice, she'd probably be fine with losing a body part. But I think uh, taking additional harm is good. Lose a body part, then you can get more cyberware. Well, that's the thing. But also, 
I've got like no money at the moment. I can't afford cyberware. So yeah, I'll, I'll take another harm. Okay. Yeah, taking an additional harm seems fine. Yeah, so I think that you you lose some control of the bike and that actually some of them like take the opportunity to actually get some hits on you. So I think you get hit in the chest with a with a, with like some kind of pistol. Um, so you've actually been shot. The good news is that I think you 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 take out like two of them and then the other three are kind of cowering now. Um, they're more focused on you than stopping the attack because you are an immediate threat to them. That was the plan. I think it is time to see what Harris is going to do with this uh, newfound newfound distraction. Sure. Yeah, so my plan is to get to the, the actual transport vehicle because although hanging back and trying to fight the, the people getting out of the back vehicle would potentially make sense in the long run, I'm more concerned about the time pressure here, so I don't want to stop moving, basically. So yeah, I'm going to try and get to the middle vehicle and shoot back to, you know, do as much as I can while I do so. Yeah, so I think that, like, there's there's... They are mostly turtling up. I think one of the windows has been rolled down at the front of the uh, of the central convoy, and there's a guy uh, with an assault rifle kind of hanging out of it. So I think that you should roll, act under pressure to see if you can get close to the vehicle and how effectively you do so. Okay, I'm pretty cool. That's fine. Yeah, you're you're somewhat cool. Not this time though. I got a five. Okay, so I think you try to use the distraction um, caused by Zen to uh, make your way to the vehicle without really being spotted. But the, there's a. a a guy in the front with uh, sunglasses on uh, and he he sees you and he shoots at you with his assault rifle so yeah this is straight up a miss so i, I think he just I, I think he probably just shoots you like he yeah he fires his rifle at you and he does uh three harm okay uh i do have an armored jacket so i'm going to see i can't remember exactly what it does give me a sec so i've reduced for harm by one to two that puts me up to nine o'clock because I was already a little bit hurt, and I guess it'll roll harm. Do I add the amount I just tuck? Is that how it works? Yes, you do. That's a nine. It's a nine, which is not so not not super as bad, bad as a ten or above. This is going so well for us so far. I mean, you're going to get shot a bit if you do something like this. No one's dead, and we're looking cool. It's fine. Alex, you get to choose this time. I get to choose one. You lose your footing. You lose the grip on whatever you're holding. You lose track of someone or something you're attending to. Someone gets the drop on you. Uh, I think I'm going to say you lose your footing and take that to mean that you're, you're like he pins you basically with his fire. Okay. So yeah. he shoots you, you get hit, and you 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 duck. There's a like a kind of a like it's kind of like a cube shape, like a industrial vehicle that was just kind of trundling along and has now stopped now that it can tell there's something bad going on and has just locked itself down. So it's basically like this big cube, like it's quite good cover, uh, and you're you're shielded behind it you it's it's good cover from um all of the argus vehicles and you can see and the guy uh, with the with the assault rifle is still firing at you um so we'll come back to that in a little bit um esteban i think you've noticed that you were kind of shooting at the guys at the front of the convoy when but when zen came in and did her thing and made a big old nuisance of herself you were able to shift your focus a little bit um to the guys in the back convoy, you can see that they've opened the two of them have opened the doors at the front and are getting out. They have guns out, but you can see one in the back. He's got um, he's got he appears to be like cybernetically enhanced, and he's got a cable plugged into him that's plugged into the like to the seat behind him in the car, and he's having a conversation with someone, and it looks like he is radioing for backup. Uh, what do you do? Okay, so I will shoot them. Um, Esteban's not really very au fait with guns, so he's not 
really capable of uh, putting a shot through the window into the guy on the radio but he'll like kind of aim at the car as a whole and, and try and hit that guy if he can and maybe just scare the other two a little bit are you do you think it will be appropriate to uh, mix it up here are you using violence against an armed force to seize control of an objective or do you think it's more like act under pressure like are you buying time or are you trying to stop them I try to stop I, th- I think I'm mixing it up okay yeah I think that's mixing it okay so they're going to fire back at you yeah that's fine yeah so I kind of leaned out the window a bit and, uh, and just kind of pulled the trigger and, and shouted yeah. a bit oh you have a plus zero in me so this is not the all time worst hey something good happened for once so you do achieve your objective here so that's that like if you roll seven to nine that is what's happened so I think you do you hit the guy like with a couple of shots and then I think you I, I think your fire also hits like the cable and whatever it was plugged into and like sparks fly everywhere um, so that is done however you do still need to pick two from the bad times mix it up list our favourite thing uh, you make too much noise, you take harm, an ally takes harm, something of value breaks. Uh, so I think it's the noise again because I'm firing a big assault rifle. And I think I'll take some harm as well because I'm going to guess that the other two who've got guns have got out kind of fire some snapshots back at the same time. Okay, in this case, I think this is two harm because they're it's kind of small arms fire and they're shooting through a lot of, of stuff at once. And you too should roll the take harm move. So mine is minus one because I've got, a, I've got some armor clothing, so... Eight. 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 Okay. I'm going to say that you. I'm going to do the you lose grip and whatever you're holding to mean you uh, you fire a lot. Like you just you just kind of keep your finger on the trigger and you're temporarily until you can take some time to reload. And I don't imagine Esteban's got like a hot shit fast reloader man. Uh, it's going to take <laughs> he, him he a little. <laughs> like, <laughs> try to reload it really coolly and then just drop the gun. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't reload like a like a Call of Duty character. He has to be like... He's like a Call of Duty character where you press the wrong button and accidentally throw your gun. <laughs> yeah, so for now you are uh, unable to provide fire support. Let's kind of establish what we've, what we've done so far now that pretty much everything other than a shell has done something. So the guys in the back convoy are still firing, but they are—they—they are, they have taken fire, so they are not quite as bold as they were before. Um, Zen is, is is essentially still fighting the guys in the front convoy, though. If that fight goes on much longer, with no one else getting involved, Zen's probably going to win. Uh, and ha- Harris is pinned behind a vehicle, still trying to get get a bead on the car. Um, oh, the mission clock has advanced a whole bunch. Uh, that yes, means something should probably happen. We made happen. a lot of noise. So I think that what happens is, I think um, Harris probably notices uh, from behind him, he hears a helicopter, he hears rotor blades. And fearing the worst, he looks, he glances behind him. Uh, but instead of the Argus logo emblazoned on the side, instead there's the NBN logo. Uh, it looks like the media right <laughs> here. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> Um, and they're shining, they're shining like a bright light at the scene and the whole thing is suddenly illuminated. Right, what do you do? Who's taking the initiative here? Uh, I would like to, uh, while everyone else is busy with guns and stuff, uh, I'd like to make a move on this this truck in the middle, right? Like, no one's come out of it. Uh, can I, like, uh, unseen, like, climb up onto the roof of it or something? Yeah, I think you can roll covert entry here because, like, attempting to infiltrate a secure area alone... We can count the Humvee as a secure area. I think that's fine. Okay. I, th- I feel like this is the kind of thing I would do. I'd be geared for. Do I have Walter as well? I, let's say I've got Walter. <laughs> I mean, I feel like yeah. I've got, I've got a lot on my arm. Walter is like, up for grabs. Why have you got Walter? <laughs> to gas people, obviously. During the couple of days downtime, uh, I do want it to be known that on the hood that I put up, I, I put on like little owl ears uh, on the hood. So I, I have like an owl thing going on now. I'm, I'm a, bit, a big fan of Walter. And combined with my light amplifying glasses, I think this is a pretty strong look, actually. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm a fan. I can't wait to get on the news. This is going to be great. You're more of a masked protagonist, the teenage superhero RPG, than you are a cyberpunk professional, which is totally cool. Uh, okay, so yeah, roll, roll curve entry, which is cool. And you get plus one for your stealth suit, right? And I will not take anything away, despite the fact that you have an owl with you. Oh, wow, that was actually quite low, but it was 10. <laughs> I gained three hold that I can spend uh, to bypass things. So this seems like things like escape notice. I would like to immediately spend one to escape notice. <laughs> can I do that? Yes, you can. So I think you can make your way to the vehicle by spending that. So what does that look like? Like there's this big old fight going on around you. So I guess I'm coming from, maybe I came out the back of our truck and I'm just kind of like sneaky, sneaky. I probably do some like acrobatic, like moving uh, from keeping my back against things, trying to keep a low profile i can uh roll up and like lean close against a tire i can make myself quite small i've got yeah. a stealth suit on so i can like get up very close to it and not be seen yeah okay which side of it are you on are you on the side presumably on the side that harris isn't on because harris is fighting a guy who's leaning out one of the windows you're probably on the opposite side right yes i'll be on the other side then yes i'll be on the side where there is the uh the fewest people basically yeah yeah, so like somewhere kind of behind you, I think because of the way, that, without going into too much detail about the geography of this, I think there is Zen, Zen fighting the guys in the um, from the front convoy, but that's not really your concern right now, and then none of them are facing you. So you're very much uh, unseen right now because most of the action is taking place on the other side of the car. Like Esteban was also firing at the back truck through like the, the opposite side of the, of the Humvee to you, if that makes sense. So you're actually in like kind of the safer area. You're also... There's also a bit of darkness here, because although the MBN news chopper is lighting up the whole area, it's you're in the shadow of the... Uh, the yeah, area. I feel like I would instinctively try and be in the shaded side. Uh, yeah, yeah, you I certainly want to be seen generally. Can I, while covertly entering, or now, or before, assess the, the, the Humvee as well? Uh, yeah, that seems appropriate. Roll to assess. That... <laughs> That is very bad. Uh, I'm temporarily blinded. You get momentarily distracted while you're trying to figure this out, and as you do, uh, the the door, the back, the back door on your side of the Humvee uh, swings open, and you can see someone is about to get out. Uh, what do you do? Sounds a lot like Mr. Zappy time. So I can spend a hold to disable a guard. I'm actually tempted to do that instead of making any kind of meat-based roll. Sure. <laughs> uh, that seems preferable. One person is getting out. Do I know it's one or do I suspect it's one? It just appears to be one, yeah. There's a, you can see a foot like about to hit the, the concrete. I'm going to spend a hold to disable this guy. I would like to basically just take him out. I'm not sure what this looks like. Does it involve Walter? No. I don't think it was Walter. <laughs> I mean, you have narrative control here because you are disabling the guard, whatever happens. So it's really up to you. Um, okay, I will prime Mr. Zappy, uh, as in get him out. Uh, and then I'll do a sick roll in front of him and just fire it up and hit it, basically hit him straight in the chest. Uh, and then probably roll away so that he doesn't land on me, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Cool. So you do two sick rolls, actually. Yeah, if I can get two sick rolls for one hold, I'll take it. Many sick rolls. <laughs> So I've, I've Mr. Zappied him. Oh, that's the first in-canon use of Mr. Zappy as well. I like it. So I don't have to, uh, I don't have to roll anything there, but I have spent a hold. Okay, so I have one hold left. So the guy, the guy slumps forward, you roll back. Uh, you hear from inside, coming inside the Humvee, you hear someone go, Ray? And then he goes, Ray's down, Ray's down. But they don't know how or why. They haven't spotted you yet. They just spotted okay, that's him. Fine. They, they spotted him like he was trying to get out and then he suddenly just fell over, like fell over forwards. I feel bad now they've got names. <laughs> <laughs> he was just Argus Guard 7 now, but now he's Ray. Humanising the Argus Guard. <laughs> <laughs> so I heard one voice from inside. Yeah, you did. 
I could just spend this last hold to disable this last guy and hope that there's not another guy inside who's like, oh, Ray 2, Ray Junior. <laughs> I think we had an estimate that there might be like six people in there. Inside? Do we think there's six people inside? Then I'm, I have very little interest. So Harris is shooting at one of them. I've just disabled one of them. Okay, so I'm going to um, pass for a bit and just kind of like lay in wait. So I'm going to roll, I'm going to hide under the, the Humvee and I'm just going to wait for the scene to clear a little bit. I kind of failed. Like my attempt was to get close, work out what was happening inside, but I kind of failed. But I'm in a position to act if I get some tip or if I see a biroid leg in it or something. I'm just going to remain here and let the the gun people do the gun thing. Yeah, that's fine. I think you've, you've and you can you're all in contact with each other, so they know where you are. So they're like Harris knows that you're an asset that he can make use of if needs be. I took one out. That's my quota. Hey, am I a gun person who can do a gun thing? Yeah, so... Yes, we, you should. So what do you want to do? Do you want to spend some more time finishing off these other guys or do you want to immediately turn your attention to something else? If you if you want to just disable all of them, I'm not going to make you roll dice because you have the upper hand here. Uh, it's just going to take you out of the action for a little bit while you're, like, shooting them or knocking their heads against things. Now Shell has opened up the big truck i should try and get over there to help disable the guards inside focus on the mission so that's going to mean that the the people in the uh in the front truck that you attacked like there's still a couple of them who are still kind of a factor that might come into play later because you're not spending the time to make sure they're all down the media's here we need to make this a hit and run and get out I'm off the bike now, clearly, and I've been probably using it as a shield in the gunfight. Not like literal shield, as a, you know, defensive position in the gunfight. Um, and, yeah, I guess I will, as quickly as possible, and while maintaining cover, possibly even throwing in some sort of cool combat role, make my way to the back of the truck with Shell. W- with the plan to, I would say surprise attack, but the element of surprise has been somewhat lost, but to, you know... So I think what we I think the I think again we come back to mix it up here that feels appropriate for your character. I think you're going to roll. It's, it's my role, yeah. <laughs> I mix things up. I think your success on this mix it up roll is not going to represent you like straight up taking out a bunch of Argus guys because you're just not you're not in a position to do that. You you're like you're not going to win a straight on fight and you want to be quick. What it does mean is that you will be in a position where they are much more focused on you and there will be and Shelbs and also Harris potentially will be in a good position to do things without immediately getting shot. That's the goal. Yeah. That's my goal too. That's good. <laughs> Let's have another mix it up roll. Yeah. So no downsides. Uh describe this then. How does this look? You have narrative control. I realise that it's going to take far too long to deal with these remaining front uh, guards, so I run the coolest possible way of getting to the back of the truck with Shell. So I see the guard unconscious on the floor. How big is the truck? Like, is there room for me to sort of melee a bit in there, or is that just going to be too horrendously cramped? You can do it, yeah. I think that, again, it's less going to be a case of you taking everyone out in there and more just making things very difficult for them because you're sort of yeah. punching them like through through you're outside the car kind of punching people inside the car so you're basically just again you're just making a you're just getting up in their faces as much as you are actually hurting them i think pretty much that like i it's too close quarters for them to try and shoot me particularly because yes exactly they'll hit each other so like you rolled well enough on your mix it up so like you're not really hurting them and they're not really hurting you you get a decent look Inside the vehicle as well, Zen, uh, you can see that there is... You actually... Um, and I think Shell gets a decent look at while this is happening too, because this gives 
Zen doing this gives Shell a chance to like get get the gist of what's going on inside the vehicle. There are two people in the front. Uh, the one that is shooting at Harris, and the one on the other side is uh, Chase Vinton, who you know to be the leader. So she's sitting in the front seat on the other side of the vehicle. She's got a large pistol in one in one hand, but she's like talking to someone. She's got a little Bluetooth style thing. She's got a finger to her ear, and she's having a, 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 a like a very rapid conversation. And then I think there's another compartment to this Humvee at the back of the vehicle, which is kind of like the boot or the trunk, but way bigger. And you can be pretty sure that Adu is there, along with two other people. The other thing is that <clears throat> inside this Humvee on the back seats, there were there was the guy that Shell tased. There's a guy on the other side who is currently distracted by Zen. There's a there's someone in the middle of them who's like got a bag over his head and his his hands like with, with cable wrist ties. It doesn't look like Adu, it just looks like a human being. Um, you're not sure who it is. You actually have no idea. One thing to briefly mention is Shell is compassionate. If you can find a way to get this person who's an Argus prisoner I'm already out, well ahead of you. I already spotted <laughs> that. Don't worry. You will get an XP. I'm going to help this person. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, this person is like roughly dressed. They look like a ganger of some kind, although not a Lost Scorp ganger. Uh, you two are by this vehicle. We're, we're just going to talk about Esteban and Harris quickly because they are still a thing. In my mind, Chris, Esteban is mostly cowering at this point, probably. Or cowering's probably cruel. But he's certainly Yeah, well, like... no, no, no cowering's right. Cowering's in character. So he'll, <laughs> he'll, uh, he'll be rooting around the glove box for a spare clip and trying to uh, jam it into the into the assault rifle. But he'll be kind of bent down to, to minimise how much from sticking out of a window while doing so. Uh, and as is his want under pressure, just constantly uh, babbling in Spanish to himself. You spot something. Uh, you're also kind of... Have, you're keeping tabs on basically the whole fight because you're in a really good vantage point. So you're kind of peeking over the dashboard slightly. And you can see... Um, because this whole area is now pretty well illuminated by the media chopper, you can see that coming like from directly in front of you, so coming from where the Argus, the three Argus vehicles came, you can see what look like three like hunter-seeker drones moving quickly towards the area. They are armed and dangerous. Right now, they're not really a factor, uh, but it's up to you what Esteban does with this information. Uh, so he'll relay it at this point. I don't think he can do a huge amount more at this point, but he'll, yeah, he'll relay it to the others that there's a... Uh... Hunter seekers incoming. He can also he also takes a quick glance at the NAPD at the NBN chopper. Sorry, that was uh, that was the wrong the wrong organization. The NBN chopper, uh, and it's relatively close now, and he can see that the like a side door on it has opened, and there is someone talking, facing facing away from the action. So someone appears to be reporting on what is happening. What is Harris doing? Shell's not Shell's Zen's distraction and a, a bit and Shell helped, I guess, has given you an opportunity to act. The guy is still keeping tabs on you, uh, but his fire has got more erratic. He appears to be distracted by something going on inside the vehicle, which you know what it is because you're in contact. Cool. I basically want to move out of the cover I've taken, shoot that guy, and then like see if I can. I mean, he's robbed the window down, right? So I want to see if I can get up to the side door, open it, and get inside the vehicle. <laughs> like, step one is killing that guy, though. Yeah, step one is killing that guy. Um, yeah, so th this would be mix it up again, but you get to roll edge for this because of your big game hunter move. Here we go. I got a nine. Pick two from the big fun list. All right, I'm probably going to take harm. That's fine. And could pick something of value breaks. I don't know what would break here. Something of value. Um, I would let you choose your armor or your weapon as those things in this case. Does my if I choose my armor, can I use it on the bit of harm I take first? Uh, yes. I'll let you use it on the harm and then lose it afterwards. Yeah, I think we're gonna have that because also because it's pretty cool. If like yeah, if I take a bunch of fire and my jacket protects me, but then like it's 
just torn up and destroyed. Let's do that. So he does two harm to you because it's three as reduced by armor. Up to 11 o'clock on my harm clock. And roll the take harm move. Here we go. I got a seven. So I still have to do things. Uh, it's your choice, actually, Alex. I'm going to say you lose grip on whatever you're holding and to say that your pistol is momentarily out of ammo as well. Okay, sure. You can reload it, but it's going to take some time. Okay, yeah, what does this look like then? So, yeah, I mean, I basically step out of the cover because it's time to act and just, like, advance on the, the Humvee shooting as I move and obviously take a spray of fire back from the guy that had the assault rifle on me. Um, my jacket gets pretty shredded, but I'm still moving. I shoot him a few times and he goes down but yeah my gun starts clicking as i finish him off um also this is up to you because it's your your character but i think it would be cool if because your gun is out of ammo i think you probably you shoot him and he's not able to get the the bear on you with the gun anymore because he's you're in close proximity you you put the gun really close to him and pull the pull the trigger but it clicks and then you like pull open the door and just like pull him out of the car and throw him on the ground to take him out sure i don't know i'd rather have it but i shoot him a bunch as i'm advancing and then like pull him out of the car when i get yeah there. yeah you shoot him and then pull him out of the car yeah so he's on the ground i think he's dead when i get there is i how I've envisioned it. Uh, are all the guys around the car out, done, they dealt with, or is there one left? Uh, so Chase, right, is that her name? Yeah, Chase is, Chase is still in the driver's seat being distracted by uh, being distracted by Zen. There's two left in the, in the, like, the main part of the car, along with this prisoner. Right now, unless something big changes, Shell is just, is basically causing them issues and they're not able to do all that much. Um, there's two still in the back with Adu. Who have who right now aren't really oh, doing right. anything so at all. There's a further back segment. So many Argus people. Um, a couple of things. One, um, if you can get the chance to talk to Chase, uh, Don, yeah, Harris will mark experience. I'm well aware. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> this did factor into my decisions. It's important to cover directives. I have another thing, although this is probably a pipe dream. Harris pulls this guy out of the vehicle and throws him to the ground. Um, I think Esteban gets a pretty good look at this guy as he's thrown to the ground and recognizes him. Um, you're pretty sure you did cybernetic lung surgery on him one time? Oh. <laughs> if you can stabilize him, you will mark some experience. It's fine, guys. I've just counted three extra NPCs we can add to our crew. This is going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the mission changed. This is this is the guy now. We've all got our own individual missions. Forget Addy. <laughs> <laughs>